0: Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rolls Beer Podcast. Episode 303. 303. Were they uh a a, a, okay, a really crap band from New York? Um. But but they were spelled it wasn't spelled 303, their name was 300H three. Uh, I didn't. Know I
1: think
0: that. I think they did a collaboration with like Katy Perry or something like that. Uh I have, younger, I have younger siblings, they listen to crap. have uh, <laughs> a
1: vague recollection of a 303 Games logo from possibly the PSY era. Uh, perhaps
0: they named themselves in homage to them. I can tell oh, you, no, 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 no. At, this point, at this point,
2: I need some beer. <laughs>
1: it
2: looks like it's a beer. lively one. When, when
0: do you not need beer? I don't need beer most of the time. I like beer most of the time, but I don't need beer. <laughs> I'm, suge- I'm suggesting you're an alcoholic, all oh, I know. Uh, but I'm just telling you, I'm not. I'm recreational. <sighs> like every heroin user in the world says, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I shoot up once. It's not control. an addiction. It's not an addiction. It's just fun, all right. Um, <laughs> it's just taking me back to was it, was it the day to day or not the nine o'clock the Chris uh, Chris Morris thing?
2: Uh, oh, they say, uh, yeah, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, oh the one, <laughs> yeah. brass eye on the cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was one of those where he was going on about oh. being a rec- recreational heroin user, it's okay because it's only once a month. And he's there, all tired up, <laughs> shooting up on air. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, yes. On that Slight note, tangent. Oh, that oh, on that yeah. ripping r- 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 yeah. uh, This week we have Howling Hops Dash Kolsch it smells like hops. Which is 4.6% is it? 4.6% um traditional kern style beer, it's a lager beer. Kern. Yeah, lager beer.
0: as opposed to a lager,
2: lager. No, as opposed to uh, a beer, beer. <laughs> lager beer. Um so Howling hops are started out in the basement of a London uh, pub. They've grown a little bit since then. Then we went to their tap room. Mm, we did last year. <laughs>
0: really would like we, we call it? Would we call it a, call it a yeah. tap room or a tank room? Because I mean, they call it, it
2: tank room. So that's was, kind of right. Yeah, it, it
0: was literally a load of uh, tanks on the back All We mm. were just drawing the beer straight out of it, which I was like, huh? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, they are. This is what they're. This they out to do to kind of be unique.
0: Um and it is it's a cool thing um, it was nice it was a good place to drink beer so it, was a not, it was a really nice venue uh, it reminded me actually of uh, what I've seen of German beer halls you had a lo- yes you had a series of just long communal tables and there were a couple, there were a couple of smaller yeah. bit uh, areas you know if you just wanted to sit uh by yourself or with a, you know just with your significant other or in this case Roland. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah it had that look mm. of uh what i've seen german beer halls, and, and
2: it's interesting because i when i heard i had their name some years back now and howling hops i wasn't surprised when the first beers i had from them were like a session ipa or an ipa things like that um I haven't realised the got like, the German influence until relatively late on. Because like, I think like a lot of, a number of um, London breweries, um, even if you know the name, you don't actually see that much of them travelling outside of London. So I'm guessing for a number of people trying their beer today, uh, you might not have had anything else from Howling Hops before because they don't one that I see in the shops all the time. Um, I do enjoy them
0: when I see them. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've only, I've only got my, uh, one visit to their, uh, to their place uh, as a frame of reference. But I enjoyed the the beers I had there very much and uh, mm. quite like this. Um, yeah. one, one, one slight disclaimer on this. Um, I probably enjoyed this a lot more if it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, okay. is. It is a little warm in the can Unfortunately, it didn't get chilled.
2: Yeah. Uh, properly. So. Um... Definitely a beer to be drunk. I mean, This is a, this is fairly traditional beer. Uh, this is a, a beer in the style of, Kolsch, which is the, the traditional beer brewed in Klern. Klern? I don't know. how to pronounce that more properly. Anyway, um, yeah, which is, so it's lager beer, in the sense that lager is just means. Beer, you've aged basically. You put it down and let it rest, uh,
0: but it's not that, a lager. I'm assuming this is uh, the idea of the Kolsch. It's got that, those same um, German laws uh, related to it. That, yeah, they uh, do. Well, I can't remember what the name was. The, the Purity Rules, the, uh, yeah, the, the ones we talked about um, a while back. Uh, they, they do. I
2: mean, what's interesting about Kolsch as a style um, is it's not a lager, it's an ale.
1: And it's got that lager
2: edge. It feels like it has, but the yeast is top fermenting. So lager yeast is bottom fermenting and you don't get a drop, it doesn't kind of rise to the top during the fermentation. It stays at the bottom. Usually ferments quite cold and gives you a very distinctive flavour. This is not, this is a an, an ale yeast. So you'd expect it to taste more like a British style beer with those kind of fruitier estuary flavours and not that crispness to it. But, it doesn't. It tastes like a lager, despite the fact that the ale yeast is is there. So, mm. but it's. The, but it it's may not be,
1: like a, in your face lager. It's no, a, it, there's an element
2: of it. It gives it maybe a little bit more more body and a little bit more fruit, little edge of fruitiness that maybe you don't get in the, in some lagers. Um, but it's not really like it. it it's kind of as a boundary beer between a, is it a lager? Is it an ale? Um, and depends on how you define them. In terms of taste, I kinda of think it, it reminds me as much of lager as, as it does of of ales. And this is a pretty traditional one. Um, nice bitterness to it. Clean, refreshing. Like like most German beer designed to be drunk in super clean. Yeah. Like most German beer designed to be drunk in litres, not in anything <laughs> anything yeah. smaller. Mmm. Yeah, they're no, I
1: suspected cold if you like.
0: Super crisp as well. Mm, mm. Yeah, it 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 strikes me as the sort of beer you would expect to have on a a nice. It's a nice hard, it's a hard n- day in a beer garden. Yeah, is. definitely. Or a barbecue uh, or something. Yeah.
1: Um, Certainly for when it's the heat's too much to do anything other than hmm. to drink.
2: Mm. And this is apparently one of those for people who haven't come across. Coal before. It's um, one of those ones you're meant to just go to to Clern and. Experience it because it's kind of one that's meant to taste very particular in the city, drinking it in the right way, and that doesn't travel very well. Um, mm-hmm. you, you do see occasional bottles of German German culture turning up over in the UK, but I, it's not too common.
0: I remember you telling me a story about that. Actually, mm. when you you visited you visited one of the German cities, haven't you, for their drinking culture? And I haven't. Their drinking culture? Oh, maybe you were telling me about no. it, and you were telling me that you were just telling me about the. Uh, the the particular uh, maybe maybe it wasn't you maybe it was someone else, <laughs> yeah. you just, to someone else about beer I just, I just assumed, oh, it, I, just assumed was, I just assumed it was you but you've just revealed you you've
2: you've been secretly having conversations with other people about beer I feel betrayed oh well, no huh. it's
0: just the sort of thing that I expect you to to ramble yeah, on yeah. about uh it's just like who what else about? who else goes on about stuff like this yeah, um. Yeah. No, they were, they, someone, someone was telling me about when they, they'd visited um, one of the German cities, and every, every city that has a sort of beer style associated yeah. with it in Germany has a particular way of drinking it as well. Yeah. Um, so they, they were on about, uh, you know, it's, there's certain beers that you go in, you, you're exclusively drinking the beer halls, and you, do, uh, you drink them there. Uh, they were telling me another one, a, I can't remember the style of beer now, but it's traditional to uh, drink it outside but in a brown paper bag. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I want to drink this beer. Like the Americans. Right, yeah, but no, but it's, it, it's,
1: it's, it's sort of like just that's the, that's the way you do it. Like it needs to be drunk outside, but it cannot be uh, subjected to UV radiation.
0: Uh,
2: the, oh, no. To... Prob- it sounds a very German thing to do. I'm trying. Like to... the, there is a little bit of that German kind of... The, the law says... Like, it might be one of those ones where the law says you're not allowed to drink uh, on the containers. street. Yeah. But everyone acknowledges that they want to keep drinking on the street. So they all yeah. agree. It's pretty simple they'll put it inside a bag and yeah. that nobody will bother them. I that's the reasoning
0: for it. Like, it's traditionally, you know, that, that, that city traditionally they have, a, history, they have a, a tradition of drinking outside. But because of laws like that, you know, they... Uh, but it's, it's
2: very German for everybody to come to a silent agreement that mm-hmm. this is all perfectly... That rather than change the law and do things differently, they'll just leave them as it is and have an agreed system to work around it.
0: I wish I could remember this the specifics of the of the story. It was just one of those that stirred in yeah. my head. I was just like, because
2: I, I don't know it, but it definitely sounds plausible.
0: Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to let
2: us know that if this is a real thing again we'll appreciate the research yeah.
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure it is a thing uh, <laughs> the, the city all your different cities that have your different styles associated with them have so very it, particular it, way, drink a way with, it. In with a thread yeah, drink, <laughs> yeah
2: drinking drinking a brown paper bag it's a place called Leeds
0: and <laughs> <laughs> not that classy in Leeds Pl- plastic bag uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking little bag all <laughs> oh, leads, uh, right we all like uh, <laughs> Um what do you think of the beer anyway I, I, hang around. I thought it was very yeah it was very refreshing uh, I, I drank a lot uh, without really thinking that much sure, about you it sure smashed it down uh, yeah mm. um, but uh, looks like you needed it too yeah no it was it was Nice and refreshing. Just what I wanted, really. Uh, nice bitterness that's still lingering now, even on the palate afterwards, but it's not, it's not a, it's not a cloying or a drying bitterness. Um,
2: so this not, is um, one of the things that I was, I was drinking a beer um, recently. And it's it's, it's, it's nice to see some of the, the West Coast style IPAs coming back. Uh, personally as a fan of bitterness, it's a nice thing. It's one of those ones I think we've lost a little bit in the last few years. Everyone started to do the fruity kind of hoppy thing. Different qualities of bitterness, and if you, you want bitter
0: you don't have to go to the west coast road. Just come up north. We're
1: all You're bitter,
2: very bitter there. But then, there's a difference between like I really the best bitter beers have got like a sharp bitterness. It's crisp and refreshing. It isn't cloying or muddied. It's really like it. It does exactly yeah. what.
0: Well, I mean, this is, I think this is one of those things, isn't it, where, like, the, the beer and the, the craft beer scene seems to be uh, cyclical. Like, I remember two or three years ago, everyone was about the IBUs. Yeah. It was just like, everyone was about, oh. the, out, about the bitterness and trying to outdo each other. Like, up until then, I'd not seen anyone putting that as a, a measurement on their bottles. Like, like, but now everyone, pretty much.
2: They do, but I think, so just, my, my thought was, yeah. I, it, I like the bitterness in this a lot because it isn't just the amount of bitterness it's the way it kind of, it's there, but it feels refreshing. It feels like crisp and clean bitterness. Um, and mm-hmm. that is all to do with how you use your hops and the hops you choose to put in oh, there. It's, it's there so for, how it's there for that contrast, Because if, if you didn't
0: have that bitterness in this, this would just be sickly sweet. Yeah,
2: but you also, you don't want it to feel like, you don't want, to, the, the bitterness has to feel precise. It has to feel like it fits with a lager, that it gives you that refreshment. Mm rather than just leaving a heavy bitterness in your mouth. It, It's there, the bitterness is there, but it doesn't feel heavy and it like, doesn't stick in your mouth all over it. it just leaves that little sense of, oh, refreshment. Hmm. So, yeah, something I, I, I'm very much enjoying in this beer. And incidentally, if, you haven't, if you're enjoying this beer, you should definitely go and have it at the tap house, at the tank house. rather. Yeah, than the I, room, I, that's, I,
0: would, I would recommend anyone go and visit that. Yeah. That's defi- just, definitely the kind of beer to drink on a hot day in Just around in the corner there. from the Olympic Stadium, so, mm. you know if you want to it you know a, a geographical reference point that's about as big as you, you're you going to get uh, <laughs> uh, go on then uh, yeah um, I'm not going to really summarise too much because I've said most of what I want to say uh, I'm going to score this a, uh, an 8 Ooh,
1: good I'm still mulling it over
0: you oh god I'll go next then
2: um, I like this there's nice sweetness there it's not super complex it's nice Kind of white sugar kind of simple sweetness but a little bit of crispness a little bit of fruitiness that the the really crisp bitterness for me is uh, is a winner I would rather have this in, um, in the sun cooled down as we said already mm. I think this would be perfect um, I think it's a really good example of the style uh, we haven't talked about the can but incidentally I really like the can <laughs> as well I can well, see yeah. looking just looking at I'm, well, we're talking, we're talking it.
1: about summer but the branding looks like autumn so it looks it like does. A, a, a beer for the dying days of summer maybe. yeah I, I could definitely
2: if, well, you, if you kind of visualise yourself there in those dying days of summer with a cold one of these
1: in, in the autumn well the light waves change just enough yeah. to signal to the plants to uh, conserve the energy I,
2: I could definitely enjoy this. Um, I think that's really nice, and it's not easy to make something taste that good, um, which is fundamentally a fairly um, delicate balance. So I am going. To, he's going to go big. Here. I am going to go big again. I'm going to go nine again.
1: Oh,
2: another beer that I'm really enjoying.
1: The trick for me now is weighing up personal preference versus a good brew, because. Mm like at a bar or something if I see lager beer I don't want it i <laughs> move on to something I find more interesting yeah, lager, lager has a bad rep it does have a lot it? because of big uh, beer you know, mm. big beer football and lad culture uh, and all that I, I was going to go just with just tribal little... behaviours yeah. <laughs> yeah. trying trying not to be because uh, yeah, no, my first idea it's, was Luddites it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I try to strike a bad well, it, so. It,
2: so it's interesting because if you look at the history of, of beer in the UK, mm. it's all about the beer that your parents drink. Where we're, in the 1950s, I've, I can't remember my stats here. 1950s, 80% of what was sold in pubs was mild. And everyone drank mild. And then, sixties and 70s, it, it was bitter. Everyone drank bitter because their dads drank mild. And they didn't want to be, drink the beer that their parents drank, they wanted to be new and different, so they drank bitter the 80s it was we all drink lager because our parents drank bitter (laughs) and now we've got to that generation where we're all going well it's it's kind of changed a lot now but the split is nowhere near that but for us, I guess we come from a generation where lager was probably the predominant style among our parents generation and it does hang with it some of those negative connotations from when I
1: I was coming up it was all I think my no. old man was a more more of a bitter. My other uncle, he worked at the uh, Tadcaster Brewery, Boddington's, you know, uh, so I leaned more that kind of direction. Mm. But I also like travelling the lesser path, and everyone drunk longer, and I was like, <laughs> I'll go with the other thing. But, let's not draw it out too long, I'll go for a safe seven. There we go. That.
0: <coughs> right, bit of a spread this time. Mm. I've just
2: drunk up, that was really good. Don't <coughs> shut up, we're done.